Hello everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today. I hope that you're meeting the day with, with presence, with acceptance, and with compassion, because these are the qualities that, that are going to allow and cultivate the, the conditions for well-being and for happiness. You know, from, from these conditions or from these uh, qualities are going to arise, you know, patience, are going to arise more, you know, mental focus, more empathy, more, um, you know, understanding of what's happening around you. And this is really the foundation of everything that we talk about here, especially with mindfulness training. And and of course, this is all facilitated by awareness, right? When, when we practice mindfulness, when we, when we just practice paying attention to what's happening as it's happening and doing so without judgment, right? Doing so without that, that filter of judging our experience, right? Um, when we do this regularly and, and with intention and, and repetition, what we do is we, we open our awareness, right? We, we broaden the level of our awareness so that we can see things about ourselves and about the rest of the world around us, you know, in a more clear and, and sort of vivid um, sense that, that allows us to, to then, you know, grow and, and to, and to be our true selves, right? So much of what we, what we encounter, you know, so much of, of, of how we, you know, encounter the world, I should say, is done so through, through this sort of filter of, of who we are, like our nature, right? And, and unfortunately, most of the time, our nature is comprised of things that are, you know, that are very long history kind of, uh, you know, conditioning that, that happened when we were very, very young, right? And, and of course, they, you know, because we tend to, you know, gravitate back towards the same kind of circumstances in our lives, right? We're, we're constantly reinforcing those, um, those sort of, uh, you know, filters that we, we developed when we were very, very young, right? And so, this is one of the things that becomes, you know, that we become aware of as we're practicing mindfulness, right? So, so let me, let me say this a different way. So between the age, and I've talked about this a lot, so pardon me for, for repeating myself, but this is really important. It's really important to understand this, right? So between the age of birth and around seven years old, right? Every human being is developing their sort of programming, right? The, the sort of, uh, the foundation on which they build their entire understanding of the world and their entire, you know, sort of um, habitual and automatic way in which they relate to the world around us, right? And, and so <clears throat> what this means is, you know, when you're, you know, four or five years old, two, three, whatever, you know, any time in that, that, that entire time between birth and seven, what you're doing is you're, you're watching, you know, you're absorbing, right? You're absorbing the, the way that people interact with you, the way that people interact with each other, the way that, you know, that, that the, everything kind of, you know, moves around you. Now, you know, when, when we sense how people, you know, interact with us, right, specifically our primary caregivers, right, whether that's the mother or the father, whatever the situation is, right, that's how we're building our, you know, sort of aptitude for emotional um, connection, right? So, so if we have a, a parent, a primary parent, normally it's the mother, but not always, but so, you know, but, but if that primary parent is very attuned to us, right? Like gives us that, 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 you know, emotional connection, like when we're looking at each other in the eyes, right? 
if we feel that level of emotional connection, then we're building a stronger sense of being able to connect to others, right? And so, so the child that, that has that, right, the child who has a parent, uh, a primary caregiver who is emotionally attuned to him or her is going to grow up more emotionally balanced with a higher sort of automatic aptitude for emotional intelligence and also for, you know, for, for being able to connect and be vulnerable with, each, with other people, right? However, the, the child who lacks that is likely to, to experience, you know, emotional issues, right? Developmental as well as, you know, sort of life issues, you know, and this is kind of where ADD comes from. And this is where, you know, all kinds of addiction issues are going to come from. This is where, you know, where we're pushing away from in relationships is going to come from, where, where complications in relationships are going to come from. Remember, you know, we always marry our mother or marry our father, you know, and that, that's what that means, right? That we're going to, you know, whatever we experience in those early years of our lives, that's how we're going to relate to everyone else, right? So if, if our, you know, primary uh, caregiver was not as connected and as, as um, you know, sort of emotionally available to us, then we're not going to be connected and emotionally available to our spouse later on in life. You know, it's just the way it goes, right? Because, you know, However, it's, it's most likely um, because the thing is that, that we are, you know, we have the ability to change this, right? And that's, that's really what I'm getting at here, right? Um, when we're practicing mindfulness, right, as I started to say before, you know, when we're, when we're focusing on our, on our daily moment-to-moment experiences, right, as they're happening, Right. Without the judgment of saying like, oh, man, I wish this wasn't happening or, oh, gosh, I wish this could have happened instead. When we let go of all that and and really focus on just what is happening. Right. And we do this through formal meditation. We also do it through informal practices. Right. It's a combination. It's a, it's a sort of, uh, um, you know, a foundational sort of practice that includes all of it. Right. <clears throat> and so when we do that, right, what we do is we bring you know, those, so, so the, the, the things that I'm talking about, right, the, the, um, the, the way in which we're going to relate to others because of the way that people related to us, this is very closely tied into the implicit stuff that's happening, right? The implicit biases and also the implicit memories that we have, right? Like, like we don't remember, you know, when we were three years old, how our parent might have reacted to something, right? But, but that memory does exist in our implicit you know, awareness, meaning it's outside of our consciousness, right? And so what we do when we expand our awareness through these practices, what we tend to be able to do is to bring that implicit into the explicit. And so, so, these, so these programmings and these, these sort of filters that we build up in these first seven years, as we practice these contemplative uh, exercises, we start to realize that you know, that, that, you know, we, we start to see how this is affecting us, right? So, so in other words, you know, again, the way I said is that the implicit becomes explicit, right? So it goes from this subconscious thing that we don't understand why we're always in this pattern and always in this cycle and always in this, uh, you know, why we always wind up, you know, getting into the same issues over and over and over again, right? You know, that's a very common thing. It used to be very common for me, you know, before I learned these practices. But once you start to develop this, this experience, expanded awareness, you start to see, well, oh, that's why I do that. You know, it, it's, it becomes very clear as to, as to why it is that these things are, you know, are happening to you, right? And so, 
So the point that I'm making here, or the reason why I'm telling you this here, right, is because, you know, as parents, right, you know, if you look, right, and if you notice, and, and, and you could read books about this, I mean, there's, you know, several, several great books about how, you know, generational, you know, things, you know, whether it's generational trauma or just generational, um, you know, aspects of, of our experience, right, that, that we tend to pass things along, right, like we tend to, you know, the, the um, you know, even at the level of an abusive relationship, right, almost every time that they see someone in an abusive relationship, it can be traced back to see that their parents were abusive and that their parents' parents were abusive, right? Now, this goes from everything of like, you know, that type of behavioral thing, also to genetic things like like stress levels and even diseases and all kinds of stuff like that right it's all it's generational right so that's not a foreign concept to most of us right so but that's the thing right that generational sort of uh hand down of of all of these you know especially on the emotional level of all these sort of you know issues and hang-ups and 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 tendencies that we have to hurt ourselves and hurt others right that, that comes from that generational kind of trauma and 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 all that right it, it oftentimes when we talk about it like this when we we look at these studies that show that generation after generation after generation that this is how it went you know um the reality is that it's not as much of a, a sentence the way it makes it seem, right? So, like when we when we look at this and we we read studies that show that yeah, like you know, abusive you know, abusive women, for instance, are are you know, they they marry. I'm sorry, women who are in abusive relationships who marry an abusive husband, right? you know, almost every single time they can trace back and see that they were abused by their father, right? And so, so you go back to like what's, you know, natural and normal to you, right? Now, of course, that's a very extreme circumstances, but, but we, we all tend to do that, right? We tend to get into the same sort of emotional, traumatic, um, you know, all these traps that are, you know, generations before us did, right? And so when, when we think about that and we, we kind of go over this, it, it feels like it's a sentence. It feels like, okay, well, then I'm just screwed, right? Like there's no chance for me to get out of this, right? But that's the beauty of it here, right? Because by, you know, because these things, right, these traumas and these, um, you know, these tendencies that we have to, you know, to get into these really, you know, self, you know, uh, self-harming and self, uh, you know, self-traumatizing uh, situations that we do, it's all based on those implicit memories and those implicit biases and that implicit behavior that we have, right? And so, so when we develop this awareness, right, we, we bring that implicit into the explicit once again, right? And when we do that as parents, what we're doing then is we're breaking that cycle, Right. So, 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 you know, when, when I practice mindfulness now, right, like, like, and I see, I see exactly how, you know, my kid in the first, you know, I didn't start practicing mindfulness until my children were like about, you know, five and seven years old or something like that. No, like three and six, three and five years old, something like that. Um, but I could already see how these patterns were taking hold in them, right? Like the same patterns that I went through, I could see it in them. Right. And so now, 
right? Because I have brought this into awareness. Once I started practicing and it all became clear to me, now I see that that doesn't have to be, and it's already changing, okay? That's the beauty of it, right? That's the really imagining, a magical, beautiful thing about, about these practices is that, especially with young children, they take root very, very quickly, right? When you, as a parent, change your behavior, you know, and you as a parent stop that, that, you know, behavioral, you know, sort of cycle of, of trauma and, and emotional, you know, uh, illiteracy and, and all the different things that happen, right? You, are the, the children, your children change so quickly. Now, you know, the younger they are, I'm not going to, you know, be very honest with you, the younger your children are, the, the deeper and, and sort of faster that change is going to happen, right? But even, you know, as an adult, these things can still change, right? So my point is <laughs> that, that as we practice mindfulness as parents, right, we then give ourselves more control over this whole aspect of, of this cycle, this generational cycle. Now, some of it is not bad, right? Some of the traits that I received from my parents are good traits, you know, and, and we're not, we don't have to tear down everything, right? And that's also the beautiful thing about it is that once these things become explicit, we can control them. We can say like, okay, yeah, you know, the empathy that I got from my parents and the, and the you know, the compassion, that's good. So, so let's, let's promote that with my children, right? But the, you know, but the sort of fear of rejection Rejection or, or something like that that might have come from them. Well, that's not good. So let's let's kind of you know by by bringing that into the explicit, we can see how our children might start to to be feeling that way. And then through connecting to our children, right? Which that's what this allows you to do. Like once you wash away all of this implicit um, you know stuff that's going on, you then can connect on a deeper emotional level. That's that's really based in right now. And you can do that with your children. And once you do that, now growth can really happen. And, and in growth, you know, can come change and can come really drastic changes. And I'm watching it in my family as, I, as we're going day by day. And, um, and so I'd love to talk to you about how I could help you to discover this, this same uh, level of, of, you know, of control that you can get over your, um, you know, sort of implicit generational, you know, tendencies and habits. And then so, um, so please hit me up if you'd like, if you want more information, I would love to share some, uh, some information with you. And uh, again, I have this great program I'm going to start in a couple of weeks. So, uh, so if you'd like to get into it, it's going to be limited spaces and we're only doing about 10 people. Uh, so, so let me know and I'll, I'll get you some information. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day.